you're tuned in to the Restaurant Rockstars Podcast. Powerful ideas to rock your restaurant. Here's your host, Roger Bodwin. Hey, it's Roger from Restaurant Rockstars. Welcome back to the Restaurant Rockstars Podcast. Today I'm talking to Josh Saunders, and he's the CEO of a company called Uncorked. If you have a wine or a beer or a spirits program, you've just got to see this. Um, Before we begin this podcast, um, this episode is brought to you by Upserve. It's the industry's largest cloud-based restaurant management system. Now, Upserve is really cool because it gives you all the data that can be mined from credit cards. Whenever someone um, uses a credit card in your business, there's vital information on your customer, their spending habits, whether they're first-timers, repeat visitors. It gives you menu data on your most popular items. And really what's bringing your customers back again and again, as well as server sales performance, even the ROI from any specific event or promotion, and much, much more. I've always believed when you run restaurants, you simply cannot have too much information. So give yourself every advantage with Upserve. Go to Upserve.com slash Restaurant Rockstars. Now let's dive in with Josh at Uncorked. So Josh, let me start by asking you about your restaurant industry experience, you know, where you've been and how you found it uncorked and what you're doing lately. Sure, yeah. So uh, my restaurant experience, you know, kind of goes way back, you know, to like many people. I started out uh, in the hospitality industry in, you know, high school and college and working various jobs uh, in restaurants. Then um, for most of my uh, professional career, Uh, I've been focused on in the technology space as well as uh, on the consumer, specifically with consumer technology and consumer packaged goods um, before going on to Uncorked. So uh, kind of bridging my love and passion for wine and really the beverage side of things in the hospitality industry is kind of where this all came from and and where it started uh, back in 2010. you know, I was working for a technology company out in the Bay Area, and you know, I'm an avid wine drinker. But I certainly wouldn't say you know I'm I'm an expert by any means, but I enjoy you know a beverage or a glass of wine you know pretty frequently. And you know, just thought it was really neat to be able to have a platform uh, within a restaurant for customers to learn more about the wines that are on a menu and to feel less intimidated. You know, if you don't recognize any of the dozens or hundreds of names or brands on a wine list be able to you know instantly see see a picture of the label to you know strike your memory or read the tasting notes for it or get suggestions you know especially for restaurants that uh, don't have a sommelier or even for ones that do uh, you know it basically allows the sommelier to be at the you know at the table at every table all the time even you know if they're not physically there so I really like the idea of you know providing more information to customers at the table especially with uh, you know, as technology's progressed and everyone's got a smartphone and whether they're taking it out of the table to look things up or, uh, you know, whatever it is. And so that was kind of my natural, uh, you know, kind of curiosity to, to move in that space and, uh, you know, kind of built, started building that in 2010, 2011 uh, and found it on court to really bridge that gap to make it, uh, you know, easier for consumers, make wine more accessible for consumers at the table uh, as well as for restaurants from the restaurant perspective, make it much easier to manage their beverage program, to update their uh, wine and beverage menus in real time and not have to worry about the hassle of constantly reprinting all the time or having you know things out of stock and 
having a customer order something they no longer have in stock. Uh, so there's all these benefits to, from the restaurant's perspective, but initially it was really from the consumer side of, I think this would be really useful to someone like me and, you know, for a large number of, you know, consumers who enjoy drinking, you know, wine or whiskey or beer or whatever it might be, but, you know, they're just not experts on it. Well, you know, you said a lot that really resonates with me. First of all, I love wine as well, and I am no expert. I ran restaurants and started them, uh, you know, several concepts over 20 years or so. I know what I like. I'm really partial to Italian and Spanish reds. I like California Chardonnays, but I don't read Wine Spectator. And I know that when I was training my staff, a lot of them were intimidated by wine because they weren't wine drinkers, you know. And we did lots of wine training. We got them up to speed. But something like this, had I had this when I ran my restaurants, would have made it so much simpler for the customer and for the service team that, you know, have a lot to learn with menu and product knowledge and then learning a wine list. I mean, that just really takes it to the next level. So I first saw your product probably three or four years ago. I was at a restaurant at a ski resort in northern Maine, and I sat down and I was given an iPad, and it's like, wow, that was so cool. And I started navigating through the menus, and I was looking not just at the wines, but literally they had a spirits and a beverage program. And I spent lots of time with it. It was really interactive. I thought it was great. And I'm like, wow, every restaurant should have this. So I think that's so cool. Let me ask you, um, how simple is it, Josh, to create and update a wine or a beverage list with Uncorked? Uh, so it's very, very simple. And a big part of Uncorked is our beverage database. So we maintain a beverage database with uh, hundreds of thousands of wines, beers, and spirits in there that makes it really easy to add anything to your list pretty much instantly that has those tasting notes, the pictures, uh, you know, the producer and geographical information for each of the items. Uh, so it's to add something new to your list or to create the list, it's really as easy as just start typing what you're looking for and it'll pull up for you with all of that information. So you could add things to your list in seconds. You could change a vintage in seconds. If you, you know, need to you run out of something during service, you need to 86 an item. Again, you know, in five seconds, it's gone off your menu and you don't have to worry about someone ordering it or reprinting your menus or, you know, telling your staff that it's, you know, that it's 86. So uh, it's really, really simple and intuitive to make changes, you know, pretty much instantly. Let me ask you something that I just thought of. Um, that's really great. Simplicity is key. A lot, you know, restaurateurs have so many details to keep in the air that the last thing they need to do is something really complicated. A lot of them are intimidated by new platforms and apps and software and technology and all this stuff that really helps them run a more efficient business, but you guys make it really, really simple. But let me ask you something. If this is a newer restaurant and they're just exploring a beverage program, do you help them with their selections? Do you get that far into it? Uh, we do. So it, it depends on the restaurant. And we work with a wide range of clients, everything from, uh, as you're saying, it could be a newer restaurant. It could be a very established restaurant that already runs an excellent beverage program. Um, and, it, you know, all the way to it could be uh, you know, a restaurant that, you know, needs some work on their on their beverage program. And we see everything in between. And, you know, different clients have different reasons or goals with what they're going for. So to one of the things you said uh, a few minutes ago, Roger, about, you know, helping train staff. Uh, when we work with restaurants that already have, you know, a, a great beverage program um, and they do a lot with training their staff and they use tastings and all of these things, uh, we find that Uncorked provides a supplement to that because the staff could 
read, you know, during their downtime or when, you know, when they have some free time or when new wines come in, they could read the tablet menus and read about the wines. And they could also use it to enhance their knowledge and engage with guests at the table. So we have uh, customers on that end of the spectrum um, who are already pretty sophisticated with what they're doing. And a lot of times, you know, those are going to be larger, you know, restaurant groups or chains or just larger restaurants in general who, you know, have a dedicated beverage manager or wine director or sommelier, um, all the way down to other restaurants uh, that do need more help. And we're able to provide that as well in terms of suggestions of what they might want to carry. And here's what other restaurants like yours are, you know, are putting on their menu and here's how they're pricing them. You know, here's typically how many, um, you know, wines by the glass, uh, you know, a restaurant like yours might have, and here's the breakdown of what they might be. And here's, you know, how you might want to price them, uh, in terms of what consumers are, are looking at. So, there's all different ways that we're trying to add value to our clients in terms of enhancing their overall beverage program, whether that's tips or trends that we're seeing in the industry. What are people adding to this, you know, starting to add their menus and what are, what are customers actually starting to look at more on menus? Are there things that are very seasonal? To give you an example, uh, you know, something that's, you know, growing pretty significantly now is rosé. And so recently we, you know, provided a report to our customers on, uh, the whole rosé category and how it changes both seasonally uh, because it's a very seasonal, uh, you know, wine where, you know, it peaks during the summer and, you know, come winter it, it falls off. But it's seeing such significant growth year over year that a lot of restaurants who historically might only have a rosé on their menu, you know, during those peak months and take them off for the winter. Um, there's, a lot of, there's a lot of consumers still looking for rosés, you know, during those off times uh, just because of the growing interest in the category. So, there's all different things we're doing around tips and trends and everything in the spectrum from providing very specific suggestions to restaurants to just providing overall trends we're seeing across, you know, the hundreds of restaurants we work with. One of the things that I'm a huge proponent of is brand building in restaurants. You know, I spent a career just building a super unstoppable dominant brand and a restaurant's brand, their concept, their theme is super, super important. Now this product, this platform that you have is really, really geared towards customizing the wine program, the brand, the logo, the look and the feel, everything to mirror the restaurant. I know you've got, I've spent a lot of time looking at this, the backgrounds, the splash pages, the colors, the fonts, all of that is totally customizable and you work with each client to make sure that it is the best representation of their brand, right? Yeah, that's correct. Obviously, you know, every restaurant's unique. They, you know, all have their own branding, their, you know, whether it's from the inside of how it looks at, you know, actually how they do their menus currently. So it's important for us to have uh, the digital menus be an extension of their brand. So it really matches how they want to look. And we have, uh, you know, we have restaurants who are more conservative and they have something very plain. We, we work with lots of private clubs and country clubs as well, where, you know, maybe it's a more conservative environment. All the way to, we have, you know, places that have a much more modern, colorful menu, um, you know, and again, everything in between. So it's very highly customizable in terms of the menu from the starting page to the menu background and the icons and the colors and the fonts, uh, all of that, you know, we work with the customers to match how they want it to look. Uh, and also, one of the nice things about it is they can change it at any time. So it's not like this is all programmed at the beginning and then you're stuck with that forever. So we have customers who certainly keep their menu design consistent, you know, for long, long periods of time. And others who might have, you know, it might be a holiday coming up or, you know, obviously we're coming up towards the end of the year. And so they might change the cover of their menu, you know, to start promoting uh, booking a holiday party at the restaurant or, you know, just changing around 
the colors, you know, for whatever, you know, different times of year. So, yeah, it's very highly customizable to really match what the restaurant wants it to look like. And they can do that themselves pretty easily. It's turnkey, and, and they can just get in there and, and make the changes, or do they need um, special assistance from your tech support team? How does that work? Yes, yeah, so initially when we set up a menu, uh, we tend to do it uh, for them. Uh, so we have, you know, designers here who will work with the customer, really understand what they want to look like, and of course, you know, the restaurant can provide any assets they have as well. So if they want to have pictures of their restaurant or, you know, they have specific fonts or anything like that, you know, we'll work with them to really get it how they want to look like uh, up front. And then it is turnkey then on an ongoing basis. And again, it varies depending on the level of, uh, you know, how in-depth the customer wants to get with us. So we have, you know, as you said, some customers don't really want to get into the technology part of it and just want to use it for their menu. Uh, and in th those cases... Our support is always here to help them. You know, they'll have an account manager who will work with them, and we can help them change the menu design at any time. And that's included, you know, for free as part of our service. So if they want to call us every week to change their menu, you know, we'll help them with that. We want them to be successful, obviously, yes. uh, with their menus and programs. But they can also change it themselves as well. So if they just want to play around with different colors of the menu or fonts or sizes or icons, whatever, they also have the ability to do it themselves. So it just depends, you know, how much they want to do it versus us, but both are options. Fantastic. So it's value added if you help, but if they want to get in there and do it themselves, then it's easy and pretty simple. So I think that's that's amazing. So let's talk about analytics. You know, you can provide certain sales data um, that points out trends and what's popular, and, and this way you can really refine a list so that things that aren't moving can be replaced by, you know, better moving or more profitable items, all that sort of thing. Is that correct? Yeah, that's correct. And this is this is one of my favorite areas and something that we're working a lot more on to provide more value uh, to restaurants of all types and sizes. So one of the advantages, obviously, of using digital menu versus a paper menu is that, you know, you have the ability to track what are your guests actually doing on the menu? What are they looking at? And all the different variables uh, associated with that. And again, because we have this uh, beverage database with so many wines, beers, and spirits on, in there, we also have the, kind of like the metadata for all of those. So when someone looks at, um, you know, a specific wine, we know not they're looking at that wine, but it's, you know, from a specific country, a specific region, a specific appellation, what great, you know, what great uh, varietal it is. And so we're able to break down these analytics in all different types of ways to help uh, provide some, you know, useful insights to restaurants. So those might be things like, uh, you know, for example, like grape varietals. What Browse are trending. I was just talking about rosé, you know, yes, a minute ago. So you could see, right. are people starting to look at rosé more on your menu, and what's that look like over time? Or, uh, you know, are they looking at, uh, you know, certain varietals less? Or, um, you know, even wines by country, and all the way breaking down to individual menu items uh, on the menu themselves. So you could look at, uh, you know, how is a specific, you know, Camus Cabernet uh, doing on the menu relative to others, and. One of the nice things about the digital menus, again, in terms of being able to update it whenever you want, is you get real-time analytics and you can make you know, real-time changes. So if something's not getting the visibility uh, and sales that it needs, you could do things on the menu uh, to get it more visibility and get it in front of customers. And that's what a lot of our restaurants like. It gives them the opportunity to get things in front of customers to consider that they otherwise might not have looked at. So in you know, in a second, you can move something to the top of your wine list that was further down and see how that impacts how many people are actually looking at that item and ultimately buying it. Uh, so because you have the real-time analytics, it allows you to do all these things. You can test different things. You can test the placement of things on the menu. 
and make very quick changes all without having you know worry about printing out you know dozens of wine lists you know every time you want to make a change. That is fantastic. I love it. Super cool. Let's talk about pricing intelligence. That's key value, uh, valuable data as well. Let's talk about that. Yeah, so we do a few things uh, with the pricing intelligence that I think is really neat. So um, first what we do is we show a restaurant what they're charging for a bottle of wine relative to what all other Uncork customers are charging for the same bottle. So that's kind of the first yes. piece of it is you see how are you charging relative to other other restaurants that have the exact same bottle. The second thing we're starting to do more of is provide specific intelligence on pricing in all, and basically segmenting in all different types of ways. So, uh, for for example, imagine a wine by the glass list, and you want to know what are what are the optimal prices that I should price my glass my glasses at on that list. Uh, well, we have data of you know probably 70,000 different uh, glass placements uh, on wine lists across our entire network of people using the menus. I think this point that includes millions of menu interactions of people using the menus, and so we all say of what are people looking at in the menu, and what are those optimal price points? So, uh, you know, if you have a cabernet, for example, uh, the optimal price point we find, and this is broadly speaking, you know, it might be fourteen to fifteen dollars for a glass of cabernet. Now, it might depend on where your restaurant is, and you know, and a whole bunch of different factors um, that, that relate to that. And we can break those things down as well for our customers. But for a broad sense, you know, we could say. Uh, you know, the optimal price for a glass of Cabernet is $14, $15 and a little bit further. But a lot of wine lists have it priced lower, more in a 10 to $12 range. So people are underpricing them. Um, so we can see insights specifically like that or, uh, you know, in general, like um, let's say you have a Cabernet on your list that's priced high and people aren't buying. Would you rather have one at $18 that, you know, only a moderate number of people are buying or would you rather have one at, 15 or $16, they'll get many more sales or vice versa. And so we have data on those types of things to help you figure out where should I price my wines and how is that differing? You know, for example, if you're going to have a Napa Cabernet versus a Sonoma Cabernet or, um, you know, so all these different things we could break it down by to provide some insight on what's, what are customers actually looking, looking for? What are they clicking on on menus? What are they interested in? And, Basically, crossing that with, you know, what's the optimal price and what a consumers really want is kind of how you might optimize how to price and what to put on your, you know, wine list to begin with. Super. You know, all that data is so critically important in making the right decisions about profitability that affects the bottom line. I think that's tremendous. And clearly, you want to move the merchandise. Now, you also have a feature. Um, in this platform where you can focus on upsells, you can focus on highest profit items, you can literally lead the consumer where you want them to look. We talked about that a little bit before, and it's all about the design and the location and the placement, and there's a science to that, but you make that simple too, don't you? Yeah, absolutely. And so there's all different ways to do things like that, and it's something we try to help uh, our restaurants with as well, is really understand their goals. Are there things, you know, we find that a lot of restaurants might have bottles of wine or, you know, whether it's spirits or beer as well, sitting in an inventory for a long time and just sitting there no one's ordering them. Uh, maybe it's, you know, it's at the bottom of your menu. Um, so there's all different reasons why they might be there. You know, a lot of people just keep buying more and more stuff and their inventory builds and builds. And next thing you know, they have hundreds of bottles when maybe they really only want their wine list, you know, to be 100 or 200 bottles on their list. So we see that pretty often where people just kind of keep buying over time and they might have a few bottles here or there left in inventory. And there's all different ways uh, that we've found 
uh, especially backed by data, to actually get those in front of customers and steer them to where you want them to go. So you could, uh, on the digital menus, for example, you could feature items. Um, I mentioned, you know, you could very easily reposition where they are on the list. And just by repositioning them higher on the list, you'll find that they get more visibility. And that, you know, that would be true with a, you know, paper menu too. People tend to, as they're reading down a wine list, for example, they'll read down, they'll, you know, kind of get to a price they're comfortable with or an item they're comfortable with and stop and they might not get down to a higher price item or something they never heard of. And so by moving things just to the top of your list uh, or moving them around, not only could you do that instantly, but you could also measure the impact of what that's having on your menu. Uh, one of the other things that we found that, uh, not enough restaurants, kind of broadly speaking, do uh, is have a separate section for a reserve list or a captain's list, or you know, there's all you yes. basically call it whatever you want. We right. found that's a really critical yes. um, tool to have on a wine list because a lot of consumers want to will look at that and they want to feel exclusive or yes. special or you know. So just using a, a reserve section on your list, and it doesn't have to be all your most expensive. Uh, you know, beverages that are in there, but you put, you know, some of your most expensive and some kind of mid-tier price ones and, you know, some ones that might be more rare you want to move out of inventory. And we find uh, that's a surefire way to increase sales of those items because people want to gravitate towards that, whether they want to, you know, impress their date who they're sitting at the table with or, you know, the business meeting they're at or whatever it might be. Um, We find that having like a reserve section or, or captain's list on the menu is also kind of a uh, you know, kind of a trick, a psychological trick, you could say, you know, in terms of getting people to look at uh, different things on the menu and steer them where you want them to go. Fantastic. Now, you've touched on inventory briefly, but there's also an inventory management feature. Let's talk about that. Yeah, so there's also inventory management, uh, especially, you know, for restaurants who might be doing uh, inventory either not very frequently or by hand. Obviously, inventory is very... Mm-hmm tedious, time-consuming uh, task. And so, yeah, and Quartz also includes, you know, inventory modules, part of it. So uh, restaurants could track their distributors, their distributor contacts, uh, the products from those distributors, and, and the counts and par levels and costs. Um, so it just kind of streamlines and puts everything in one place so you could very quickly, uh, you know, mark what you've depleted. You could uh, very quickly mark down when you bought something, you know, from a supplier and add it to your inventory and see kind of a running history transaction log, basically, of what you're buying from your various distributors and the costs that those were bought at, you know, so you see if one week all of a sudden your cost shoots up uh, from one of your vendors and you didn't know it, you know, you kind of see those types of things there. So, yeah, it's really just a kind of a nice place to have your menu and inventory, you know, in one place and easy to manage. Super, super. So, you know, if your restaurant has a beverage program, if you sell wine, beer, and spirits, you really should take a good close look at Uncorked. Now, Josh, you've got a free demo available. Let's tell the audience how they can get a free demo of this platform. Sure. So as I was saying, you know, every restaurant's a little bit different in terms of what they're looking for. So if they want a free demo, you know, you can certainly go to our website at uh, www.uncorked.biz and it's uncorked without a U. So just, or I'm sorry, without an E. So make it a little bit more complex. So it's U-N-C-O-R-K-D dot B-I-Z. And you can sign up for a demo there. And generally we'll have, you know, a call. We'll show a demo uh, of our entire software. And first, you know, we like to learn a little bit more about how we could specifically fit in and help uh, with the beverage program. So like I said, there's a wide range of things that people might be looking for, whether it's they're printing all the time and it's the labor and printing costs they want to get rid of, or they want help 
you know, a little bit more help with staff training um, or moving inventory, increasing sales, moving consumers towards higher price items, buying on the menu. So having an understanding of that really helps us figure out what do we want to show as part of the demo. And then we'll walk them through relevant examples of restaurants uh, just like theirs that are using the program to show them you know, how easy and intuitive it is. Uh, and we have a wide range of all different restaurants in all different locations uh, throughout North America, several you know, internationally as well. And, you know, a big mix of places, everything from casinos, hotels, country clubs, independent restaurants, you know, larger restaurants, whiskey bars, beer bars. So, you know, we work with a wide range. Basically, any place that has a beverage program uh, is someone, you know, generally that we could help. And we'll show them examples as well as how easy it is to update their menu. So someone who, um, you know, might be taking an hour or two a week to update their wine list and then reprint, uh, you know, we'll show them that they can do that really in a matter of minutes. And, you, can, you know, you can save a dozen hours a month, let alone, you know, the printing costs and hassle of stuffing them, you know, back into your wine binders all the time. Uh, so it's really for us about simplicity, ease of use, saving you time, saving, you know, the money with it, obviously, as well, but also, you know, the increased sales. So we like to show people relevant examples and really just show off, you know, how this applies directly to the restaurant. And, you know, and a lot of people, like you said, or initially might be afraid of technology um, or hesitant or might, you know, this isn't the right type of thing for us. It doesn't fit with our environment. So a lot of it's overcoming that, oh, we, you know, this isn't the right type of thing for us because we do work with everything from, you know, three Michelin star, uh, I'm sorry, three Michelin star chefs all the way, you know, to much more, you know, upscale casual or even more casual type restaurants and, you know, whiskey bars and craft beer bars and things like that. And, you know, we kind of have something for everything in the mix. So it's really about figuring out what someone's goals are and, uh, you know, how we're able to help. So that's what we, you know, kind of like to do. And, you know, we usually show a demo in 20, 30 minutes or so is, you know, kind of all it takes. We could walk through some examples and, you know, how you update your menu and the analytics and all the, you know, kind of functionality and, and go from there. So many great um, aspects of this platform that I think restaurants can definitely benefit from. So I would definitely encourage the audience to go check out uncork.biz. Get yourself a free demo. Um, fantastic having you today, Josh. I think it's great that uh, Uncorked is doing what you're doing. I've seen the product. I've used the product. I think it's easy, user-friendly, and it really does take the Im intimidation and uh, makes wine and spirits more approachable, gives you all the tasting notes, really makes it easy to make a selection when you're in a restaurant. So fantastic. Thanks for doing what you're doing. Yeah, thank you, Roger. Yeah, you're welcome. That was the Restaurant Rockstars podcast. I appreciate you listening. If you're enjoying what you're hearing in the podcast, I'd appreciate you going to iTunes and giving us a review. Uh, this episode was brought to you by Upserve. That's U-P-S-E-R-V-E slash restaurant. I'm sorry, Upserve.com slash restaurant rockstars. Hey, Josh, thanks again for joining me. Everybody go to Uncork, get a free demo, and we'll see you next time. Thank you. Thanks for listening to, to the, the Restaurant, Restaurant Rockstars, Rockstars Podcast. For lots of great resources, head over to restaurantrockstars.com. And while you're there, download a copy of the book, Rock Your Restaurant. It's a game changer. See you next time.